welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. Welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with CD at age 35 in 2014. And I'm your other co-host, Judy Yaris. My husband, Sandy, had Parkinson's disease for 18 years. I was his care partner. In this episode, we'll be taking a look at drugs, the kind that are useful Okay, so Travis, how's it going today? Today is rough. It is difficult for me to speak as undoubtedly here, and it is uh, of it. I can hear a difference today, Travis, and I admire your fortitude for wanting to move forward with the podcast today. But I do want to say that we can start the podcast today, and if we need to, we can take a break and pick it up tomorrow. If it's really a struggle for you. Thank you. I know if I said to Travis, (laughs) if I said to you right now, I think we should stop. You'd flip me off and tell me that we're moving forward. So I'm not even going to suggest that. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Because I think I know you well enough to know that that is not the approach that we'll take here. But I do want you to know, and I want our listeners to know, I think what you'll understand from today's episode is that sometimes it's not so easy for Travis to speak. And whatever is causing that today, whether it's medication, his DBS settings, not sleeping enough, a combination of all of it or none of it, um, we don't know. But we're going to try to get through this, and hopefully you can hang in there and hear what we have to say. Right. Thank you, Judy. I wanted to start off by saying that I had a missed dose or a ghost 
go. Oh, you hours ago, that is where you take your medicine. They don't do anything. I think it's important for people to understand with Parkinson's that taking your meds at the same time every day is really pretty critical. And we always expect it to work a certain way. But there are these moments where it doesn't. And I haven't heard that expression, Travis, a ghost dose. I think it's interesting that you describe it that way, but it certainly makes sense to me. Yeah, I've talked quite a few BD folks who have experienced it's like you take your six p.m. pill and my seven insulin. You never took it. Are you able to use uh, a um, something that is considered a rescue drug that to help you? get some levodopa, carbidopa in there quickly or not? I have tried the embryo, but I have not tried one skin. Okay. I know that Sandy used to use embryo. And that did help him quite a bit. But it doesn't always work that way. For those people that are not familiar with these drugs, there are a series of drugs that are being offered now that give you a quick dose of the carbidopa levodopa so that it can get you to your next medication time. And in some instances, it works really great that it's a quick hit. But for example, today we can see that it just didn't work for Travis. You've used it before, right? Yes, with Mixtrazole. Okay, so we can see that that changes from time to time. Yes, I wanted to talk to you today about my experience last week with switching all, all the regular carbidopa, levodopa that I was taking and switch over Retari. Oh, okay. So a Retari is another drug that, again, is carbidopa, levodopa, but it is a different formula and a different way of delivery. So you're trying to make that transition, which can be rocky for people. And certain was for me, and 
I understand can be very frustrating for you, especially because I know you take classes and you have other projects that you're working on, and that must have been very, very difficult for you during the week. It was, it was so wrong. And let me tell you, it also affected my mood. Of course, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I can see where you might be feeling depressed or not only frustrated, but feeling Defeated might be a good word to use. Yeah, frustrated to the point of no return. And I ended up snapping at Sarah for no reason when she when I You know, this is a good point for me to talk for a moment about the care partner that's involved in the relationship with the person with PD and what we sometimes experience. And it can be frustrating and painful for us as a care partner to watch the person that we love and care for go through a difficult time. And we want to be there for them. And sometimes in our quest to try to be there and offer support, they may feel like they don't want us to do anything. They just want to be left alone. And and that's hard for I know for myself, it was difficult for me to not want to keep pushing and trying to find a solution. But the truth is, sometimes as a care partner, many times as a care partner, we don't have the solution. We just have to sit and watch it happen and let them process it in their own way, no matter how painful. It may be for both of us. Right. And it is valuable to me that I am aware enough about my, my 
personal situation enough to say, hey, this is normal, but it is also very difficult to have enough awareness that you know that you're not thinking straight when you're not thinking straight. That's very true, Travis, because sometimes people are not aware of their behavior. They think they're acting perfectly normal. They think that there's nothing wrong with what they're saying or doing. They don't see their part of it. And it can cause a lot of friction in a relationship. But I can tell you as a care partner, it's really up to us to try to step back and be accepting and try to understand the position that the person that we care for is in at that moment. And it's, it's very hard to do. It's painful. It's frustrating. It's upsetting. It feels thankless. And that's something that I always say that being a care partner is a thankless job. Even if the person thanks you, you don't hear it. You don't feel it. You don't listen to it. So we have to work equally as hard when you have a difficult time like this to get through it and to be able to be accepting of where you are at this moment. But we also have to know that it's not necessarily permanent. It's temporary. And maybe it's a few hours. Maybe it's a day or two or three or four. But there's always tomorrow and the tomorrow after that. And we can try to figure this out. Right, then. Judy, you bring up a very critical point that is that no matter what state BDS loves you in, it will not last. And that is something that I feel a lot of people have difficulty with. They would see me on a day like today and they would conclude and rightly so that I am not able to do very much at all, but I encourage them to come see me tomorrow. Right. We always have tomorrow. It doesn't necessarily mean that you will be this way the next day. And, you know, Travis, you have a great way of 
pushing through some really difficult times. And a lot of times we assume that every day is okay for you. And all of a sudden you'll say something like, yeah, every day is a real challenge for me. And I forget about that sometimes when I'm talking with you because I see you doing so much. But we have to remember that just waking up and facing your day as a person with Parkinson's disease, right there is your challenge. And you don't know what that day is going to bring you. Right. And some days are okay and I may want put on my hand and go out and do other days like today our real motherfuckers all the way from when I get off until I go to bed. Yes, but here you are, Travis, and I just want to applaud you, silently clapping my hands for being honest and letting people know what the truth is because you could just come on and always be sort of your sort of cheerful cynical self that you are but today you're letting us see a different side and i appreciate that because i've seen that side with pd it's not pretty and it's not fun and we're not laughing about it but the one thing that you always have is you always say, I have tomorrow. And so tomorrow we'll see what it brings. And maybe we'll record something tomorrow. We don't know. Maybe we'll do it on Sunday. I don't know. But I, I think it's good for people to have the awareness. And for those of you that are out there that feel may have a day like today, that may feel crappy and and can't seem to get motivated and can hardly talk or can't get out of bed. This is a day to say, okay, this is where I am today and I have to accept it. Right. And you need to remember that this too shall pass. Yes. And that's the point we want to make. And that's why we do this podcast. Because our podcast is really about people with extraordinary circumstances that have an extraordinary disease that is not curable, that is progressive, that's neurological, but somehow they get out there and they manage to do things that people that have no neurological diseases won't even try. So I think kudos to you for bringing this to the table today, Travis. I'm really glad that you were able to do it. And I thank you for that. Thank you, Judy, for sticking through it. I'm always happy to do it, Travis. And I, and I think, folks, for those of you that are out there, if you're having a bad day, if you're having a bad week, if you have questions, Reach out to us. You can reach us at Travis. You want to show uh, in the 
vodka dot net show And thank you for listening. And let's give a shout out to our sound engineer, sound editor. I always forget what we're calling him, but to Spencer Yaris, who so kindly does this for us and helps us get this podcast on the air for all of you to hear. Thanks, Spencer. Thank you, Judy. That's a wrap. Bing. Bing. <laughs>